Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on here I stand. Hello, you're listening to the Sweet Baby O podcast. I'm Lynn Browder, and I have a son, Owen, who is now 11 and has autism. I still have a hard time believing that he's 11 years old. It's incredible. And I was watching some videos last night of when we first started bowling together. Uh, one day I decided I was going to take him bowling. It's interesting because Owen doesn't like certain noises, but other loud noises and other things like that he can deal with. So it's, it's a very interesting dynamic as to what he can tolerate, what he likes. And I'm sure it changes. I'm sure it's like all of us. There's certain noises that just don't compute. <laughs> There's things that drive me crazy that I, I don't want to listen to or don't like to hear, but he loves bowling. And I was watching these videos when he was little tiny because we've been bowling for years now and he was, he was talking about the, the pins and he was talking about, uh, you know, bowling and, and just the, the different little words, the ball. And for him to say so many words, uh, especially back then, it was incredible to be in those moments with him and to hear him talk like that. And so I'm watching these videos and I'm thinking about the time the, one of the first times uh, we went bowling, we had gone a couple times and then we had finished bowling and uh, he, he did pretty good. Like he was always, he's, uh, he's never been one of those, you know, kids to run too much from me. Um, he's stayed with me, all of those, those things, those important things. Until this one day, and we had um, gone several times bowling, like I said, and he took off running down the lane. Now, there's signs, there's rules, there's regulations, there's all the things that tell you not to run down these lanes, but he doesn't understand. He still doesn't understand that. And so he takes off running, and... I then take off after him because all I could imagine is him getting to the end and this Willy Wonka chocolate factory experience thing just kept running through my head. And I started praying, please, please, please let him stop. Please, please, please let him stop. Please let him stop. I breathe. Thankfully, he didn't. And he was laughing. He thought it was the most hysterical thing in the world. He wanted to tell the pins bye-bye. And so I was just beside myself, but so very thankful he was okay. And so then the manager came over and he's like, 
I was wondering how long it would take him to run down the lane, and I was like, oh, my word. You know, I didn't know how they would handle it, you know, because that's that's a rule. You don't break the rules. You don't run down the lane. And I know why you don't run down the lane, especially now. It's very, very slick. And so I didn't know if they would say, nope, y'all can't come back, you know, any of those things. But they were so kind. They were so very kind, all of them. And he helped me get Owen down. He helped make sure that Owen was with me. He made sure that we were safe. And he helped me back to the the seats. And he went and got me a drink and just all of the things to make me feel better in a very stressful 5, 10, 15, 20-second run down the lane. But it was such a eye-opener for me with the safety of my child. You know, that that was always a big concern for me. It's always will be a big concern. It's like any parent. You want your child to be safe. But it took on a new meaning when I didn't even really understand that, you know, he's just going to run when he's going to run. And so, that is when I started doing a little research. I found these armbands. Uh, it's, you know, it hooks to my child, it hooks to me, and we can still do things. So it's not necessarily like the backpack style or the kind that, you know, like a harness type of thing. It actually hooks to the arm of Owen and myself, each of us, and then we can go bowling and we can go do those activities that... I'm not as quick as he is. I'm not as fast as my baby. And so even now, years later, we still wear those armbands. And one day I had thought, today, you know, he's older. He he stays with me when we go places. He listens when I say stop or slow down. And then I was like, mm, I don't know, I'm still. And I didn't say any of this out loud. I didn't say any of it to anyone else. I didn't say it in front of him. And that day, he said, he lifted his arm up and he said, tell the pins bye-bye. And I thought, yep, today's a good day to wear those armbands. It keeps us both safe. It keeps us both together. Now, I say that with deep breaths. I say that with those tears that easily form in my eyes because that is an emotional journey. And it's partly emotional because of what others expect out of me and out of my child. One of the things early on when I wore that with him, we weren't at the bowling alley. We were out walking, and I had it on us. And I don't exactly walk fast. I have arthritis, and I have um, something called hemihypertrophy, so my right side is larger than my left side, and just all these little things like that. So I don't walk fast, but I walk, and I go, and we do things. But Wearing that armband, even if I could run, 
he's fast. He's fast. And if you're in a crowd, if you're in a moment, this keeps us together. And he he talks. He understands a lot of things, but he can't tell you his, you know, where he lives. He could direct you there, but he doesn't understand the concept of like his phone number and, and things like that. Even though we've talked about it, he doesn't necessarily understand when somebody says, can you do this? Can you do that? It's coming. It'll be there. I know it's in the path. I feel it. He's made incredible strides. But that armband keeps us safe. And so when we were out walking one day, and he was still younger, a lady in a car, she was the passenger, she starts screaming at me as we were driving, as they were driving by us walking. And not only is she screaming that my child's on a leash and my child doesn't deserve this and my child, my child, my child, she's cussing at me in front of my child that I'm holding my son with this leash which is these armbands to keep my child from running out in the street where he doesn't know that he can't do that necessarily. He's changed. He's grown. A lot of things are are getting to that point. But this was early on. This was early on and my son was young. And so here I am walking with my child with these armbands and a woman is yelling at me that I'm having my son on a leash. And it hit me the other day because I've been seeing these memes with these people about these leashes, which whatever term you want to use, armband, safety, leash, I don't care. The thing is, I'm doing it for a reason. My child doesn't understand that in a crowd, he must hold my hand, or in a bowling alley, he can't run down that lane. Now, in another two weeks, another six months, another year, he may never have that problem again. But I need that confirmation from him that he completely understands safety in those aspects. No, there's going to be times that, you know, we forget to put the armband, we don't do this, we don't do that. Life happens when you have something else planned. But the more that I can prepare him for a safe environment, safety comes first, and get him to understand that if I'm not with him, he still has to follow guidelines and rules and listen to who he's with and be able to tell somebody he needs assistance, he needs help, he needs whatever it is. And so that's my job, that's the world's job to help our children, to to be part of their lives so that we can find ways to keep them safe. 
I'm thankful for all of the people that help me with my son that go about their day and say, you know, we talked to Owen today about this or Owen is learning that because those are things that are going to help him grow. This is just one more aspect of it. Owen is in physical therapy because he's not totally and completely body aware. He has problems with his fine motor skills. So part of that is with occupational therapy. We go every week. He's in speech therapy so that that can help with these rules, with these regulations, with these routines, just all of these things together. Now he's in vision therapy and that's helping him to kind of reassess how he looks at things. Things like rain, uh, buildings that have been changed, painted, destroyed because of, you know, buildings, new buildings coming up, new roads, whatever it is, the reason something has changed, this all affects my son's life constantly. He is always talking about letter buildings that have come down that were destroyed because, you know, either there was a fire in one of them, another house and a whole block of houses, they were taken out because there's a road expansion. All of these things are not something that my son easily lets go of. And so something like safety, that is something that we have to work on just like all of these other things, the, the vision therapy, the physical therapy, the occupational speech, all of that, all things, all therapies, all ways to provide assistance and growth for my son. He is absolutely doing amazing. He's doing so many wonderful things. He's my miracle. He has grown. He rides a bicycle. It has training wheels, but any day, week, month, year, he will be riding that bike and he wants to jump into the clouds. He saw some boys jumping over a hill and now he wants to learn how to do it. And I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that he's going to do it. He's going to completely do the jumps. He's going to get the right bike. He's going to get the right experience, the right way to do it. But that is all a growing experience. The same way I use the armbands, I'm also trying to teach him safety about walking and safety about where his area, where he lives, what he's doing, what he's seeing on the ground, what he can and can't do in those environments. Owen doesn't like when there are things, leaves, cups, papers, whatever, on the ground, in a road, on the sidewalk, in his way when he is walking or riding his bike or doing something else. His first instinct is to pick them up and set them on the side of the road or back in a leaf goes back near a tree. He spent, I don't know how many minutes, 10 minutes, sorting the leaves 
that went in front next to my tree and the leaves that didn't go next to the right my tree our tree into the leaves that had blown from another tree so he sees all of these things and he knows where stuff goes where stuff where he wants stuff to be well he can't always pick up things there are all, all kinds of things on the ground. I don't even want to think about it. And he has no aspect of what's safe to pick up and what you need gloves to pick up with. What, you know, if it's something that he doesn't or does like. I don't want him to ever pick up something that he thinks is a food he can eat. You know, you just, there's the endless possibilities that I can sit here and overthink, but I don't want to do that. I just want to continue to try to help my son realize a leaf he can pick up, a cup, something else. Let's not, let's just leave it. I And, and you know, it goes against the grain as well. We don't want trash on the ground, but... There's safety involved in so much of this that I have to say, leave everything. I breathe. I get emotional. I try to overthink. I try to not overthink. I try to rethink about the things that I've thought about. And, you know, all I want to do is wrap my baby, my baby in bubble wrap and keep him safe. And so the decisions that I make, that's, that's my choices. Those are my things. But when somebody else interjects their emotions, their opinions about the safety of my child in front of my child when I'm trying to protect my child, and no, he doesn't always understand that this is a good word, this is a bad word. But when somebody is yelling at you, in a car, driving down the highway or the, you know, the, the road, yelling at you obscenities in front of your child that you are trying to protect from high speed cars that are chasing after you or chasing past you. You know, that's, that's what you're doing. And so right, wrong, indifferent as that person's opinion is, that's not the problem. Their opinion does not change the fact that I need my son to be safe. I have to rationalize that because it is awfully hard when you see memes talking about how terrible it is that you have a child on a quote-unquote leash. That's difficult. That's emotional. That is hard. And yes, you know, we're in a society, we can joke about everything, we cannot take everything, we can handle some things, we can handle other things. Whatever it is, I'm not going to say they can't post that meme, they can't write that meme, they can't have that meme. But that's my emotions. That is my child that I've got on that armband because I don't want him to get hurt when he runs down the lane or anyone else that's having to go help him if he runs down that lane to go tell the pins bye-bye. My child is a miracle. My child is a blessing. 
like all our children. Children are amazing. But as a parent, that's my world. That's my heart. And I have to remember, I have to do what's right for my son. (sighs) Autism wasn't important to me until autism was important to me. It is my world. He couldn't go to sleep last night because he knew he was going to get to see his grandmother today. And I love the bond he has with his grandma. I absolutely love it. But when 10 o'clock rolls into 10.30, which rolls into 11, and he's still getting up every 10, 15 minutes when you think he's asleep, and then all of a sudden he's back again saying, Grandma, Grandma, it's an emotional journey. And so the more that I can teach my son about the world, about timing, about the months of the year, about life, all of it, the more that he will understand how to grow, how to learn, and how to continue to be safe. He woke up at five. I was thankful he slept at five. (laughs) And it started again, grandma, grandma, grandma tablet, grandma, grandma tablet. And I expected it. I expected him to wake up many times during the night. So I was thankful. I was thankful that he slept till five. But that's part of this journey. And that's part of the emotional roller coaster I sit on. Because I know that on Friday nights, if he's in school, he doesn't want to get out, go anywhere when he gets home. Occasionally, I can talk him into some places. We do go occasionally. But most of the time, he wants to hunker down and be ready for his Saturday with his grandma. Now, that's part of this emotional journey that I have to push through. He can't control every situation. He can't control every moment. But I know that if I take him places on Friday, it has to be something that he wants to do. Because what will happen is it won't be something that either one of us can, uh, you know, enjoy or have that moment. And that's, that in itself is a hard thing to express because this is my child. And for me to say that it's my child that is keeping me from going to do something that I think would be fun with him, for him, that's hard. That is hard and emotional. But autism is not what I thought it was going to be. It's not the whole just, you know, here we are, we have autism at home and we don't have autism when we go out. That's not it. He, you know, yells at streetlights. He tells me there's smiles in, in stop signs and there's green stop signs versus red stop signs. And that's just a two second conversation in my son's minutes and minutes and minutes in, ca- in the car. So I breathe, I learn, I love, I figure it out, we work together, and I always tell him that his emotions, his 
thoughts, his feelings are all valid. They are all part of our journey. His emotions are just as important as mine, but we have to find ways to work together to make that okay and everything else in between. It's a growing experience just as much for me as it is for Owen. I wasn't born and being told that I was going to have an autistic child when I was an adult. I wasn't, you know, prepared for those moments. So learning to give myself kindness and grace, and I always tell Owen, we give people kindness and grace, but that's the key. I have to give myself as much kindness and grace as I give somebody else. And it's an emotional journey. It's truly an emotional journey. So these are my emotions. You know, an armband is part of our life for now. And I let the emotions and opinions of others affect those moments because I will over-explain why my child is on an armband. When it's no one else's business, I am keeping that child, my child, my love, my life safe. And that's what matters. It's hard, but it is so very worth every minute of that. I look at the way he's growing. I look at the way he's learning to be in the world, going places, seeing things, seeing the things he loves to do. And that means so much to me. This morning, as we were getting ready to go to grandma's house, I said to him, I said, what is something that you like to do with mommy? And he said, paint. And that made my heart explode with happiness because we've been painting together for years now to work on his fine motor skills. He helps me paint the backgrounds with a hand over hand method and then I paint the rest. Well, for him to say that first out of all the different things, it it was so amazing to me and so touching because that's exactly what I wanted. That's exactly what I needed to hear for that moment in time. And so it means something to him. You know, I, I, I never know if that's something that he likes to do. He occasionally will ask to paint his own things, and so we'll paint those. But it, I, I never really know if he loves it, if it's okay, if he wants to do it. It's, it, it's something that we've just done for so long now. And he does it. He's, you know, coming, he comes to me and we do the painting and, and then he goes off and plays and he knows that we, uh, I finish the paintings and I sign it with the OLB for us. And so he knows that. And now more and more, I see the confirmations and I see those moments in time. And that's, that, that does my heart so much good. Our world, our life is not always easy to explain, but the love sure is. So I've been writing about our journey for years now, 
So you can check out our website, which is sweetbabyo.com. You can also check us out on Facebook at Sweet Baby O and our art page, which is Sweet Baby O Designs. I truly thank you for being on this journey with us. And I am forever grateful for you all listening. And at the beginning of the podcast and here at the end, you will hear the song called Down This Road. And it is written by Marcus Oglesby with the band Creek Don't Rise. And you'll hear the rest of it now. Thank you and have a great rest of your day. Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road And understand, I understand You don't understand the way I am When you cry and I don't know why make you smile when you cry where this road will lead nobody knows just come with me and let's see just how far it goes take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road Take my hand